Fredo was fucked off out of the room, and fucking the the amazing Simon Crayfire has joined us live from Andorra in Spain. Are we recording, right? We are recording oh, now. Recording. We are here. Okay. We are. Simon, welcome to the show. What a fabulous, fabulous year that was, mate. <laughs> it was. I agree. I agree because it came down to the last race, yeah. which was, um, you know, everyone loves. Um, it did, didn't have the la- I mean, the last two races didn't have the big confrontation I was convinced was coming, you know, between Pico and Jorge. Um, we were ripped off a bit in, um, well, a lot in Qatar because I think it was going to happen on Sunday. And then uh, we were ripped off a bit on Sunday <laughs> in Valencia because uh, Jorge making that mistake, you know, and uh, then it turned into other things which we can discuss. But yeah, I didn't. We didn't have the big head head to head that I was hoping for. But it came down to the last race, which is he left it all on the track, though, didn't he? How, yeah. how good was it? Yeah, to see Ma- him ride Ma- like that. Martin did leave it all on the track. I don't think he could have tried harder on on Sunday. Well, you know, he, yeah. he he did he did it on Saturday. He did everything he had to do on Saturday, and that was to win the race. And then it, it was all sort of in the laps of the gods on Sunday. Yeah. You know? And even after his crash yeah. with Mark, Mark basically said, eh, he's chasing the championship. It was fucking good on him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what, yeah, what, I'd love to discuss that a little bit more sure. in detail too when well, you say the, well, the time is right. Well, now Let's the, do t- it. the time is right. Time is right. What right. happened? Yeah. Because there's 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 a split here. I believe that that Mark is responsible for that. Because um, I think you know, well, he, he's responsible for everything from fucking global warming to the fucking death of the fucking <laughs> polar bears, and the fact that Rossi doesn't have his twelfth world championship, yeah. how he should. Whereas I take the view that. It Stop was, talking! It was, it was tight, but he was probably entitled to turn in there. And, you know, Jorge... I, I want to know what Simon Jorge thinks. probably wasn't quite past him far enough to think well, he the corner. Ah, that's good. I mean, I, I would have I would have loved to touch on the um, the um all the positives of both of these guys fighting for the, you know, head-to-head for the championship. Do it. On, on, on something nice, but um, we can get to that after then. Um, yeah, so that incident, I mean... There was the Bears one, and then there was the Jorge Martin yes. one. Um, and I, you guys know me. I, uh, I didn't realize how much I want the truth to be out there until I did this job, you know. <laughs> and um, I, I feel very, very, very strong about it. And I get really angry if there's bullshit put out there. Um, I get, uh, I feel sick when there's untruths out there that people believe. I um and sorry one other one is I, I even got offered really good money early this year to do a video on how um uh, how uh <laughs> MotoGP does um you know how green it is <laughs> you know like how really? we're using renewables and you know ah. and it was um be sponsored by someone from outside the paddock you know like a fuel company or whatever yeah um and it made I, I refused to do it, and it was I was going to get paid separately for it, and well, probably best I've ever got paid to do a <laughs> something like that, a journalist. And I said no because I don't believe it. I can't. How can I do it? Yeah, of course. You know? Yeah, we know. Yeah. Oh, like, man, you're you're integrity. Your integrity is everything. I felt sick on Sunday afternoon because everyone thought oh, Jorge was just being too aggressive, when I know that. Yeah, Jorge was fucking doing everything he could to come back through, you know, and he, he was uh, like he would. Of course. Um, but what yeah. I saw was um, Mark saw him, 
Mark let go of the brake. Mark turned in, which is all cool. He's trying to hold his place like he would, you know. But unlike all the others we saw bump through that corner side by side, Mark went to the paint, gave Jorge no room at all, which meant big uh, bad news for Jorge. You know, Jorge was going to go down, you know, likely. And Mark knows this. I know it. Jorge knows it. Some others know it, but the whole world thinks Jorge was just just fucked up. Where I know Mark was a good part responsible for the accident, yeah, you know, yeah. because most of the others, I mean, you you see Binder all the time. He sees someone coming through and goes, <laughs> "Well," and gives them a bit of room. Yeah, either you know, that he's brilliant or he's... at it because he he doesn't want to cause a crash. He wants to him to not be in trouble and hopefully the other guy not be in trouble when they live sure. to fight another corner, you know? Sure. Except and, for this um, week when he ran. I, I, running I, I, I wouldn't be saying this on your show if I didn't really believe Mark knew what he was doing right then. Like Mark does, he's, he's fucking phenomenal at knowing what he's doing. Like, oh, there's so, you know, he's the most, um, He's the most, he's the best. Obviously, there's a skill that he's got, the natural ability. Then there's the huge amount of hunger, you know, like motivation that he's got, like probably is the the reason that he is so good is that motivation, you know. It's, it's incredible. Yeah, that's, that's obvious. Been, the, that's injury, obvious. Yeah. the injury that he's been through all that. Um, and then there's a race craft, which is yeah. The best I've ever seen. Yeah. How he can figure out the day before how to handle the race, you know, yeah, and but, then how to handle it as it unfolds. Fucking phenomenal. Yeah, but he's got um, he's got psych- he's, also, he's got psychopaths written all over him. <laughs> well, he's pure I didn't psychopath. Want to say it out loud. So you've said it, you know. Like, but basically, <laughs> the, he's he's devious, you know, and that's all. This whole um, this whole. I know people are going to be upset, but like I said, my job is to tell the truth, you know, yeah. as I see it. Um, but also, you know, he—he's this combination is why he's had so much success. You yeah, know? yeah. All of those things. Unreal. Yeah, it's so, not. Yeah, when I, say, I wanted to put it out there. Yeah, sure. Look, when I say psychopath, I—I'm—it's not a perjurative. I'm not having a shot at him. It is what it is. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think Rossi is a psychopath too. He's just a smiling one. <laughs> <laughs> He's an absolute. Rossi's an absolute murderer. He's a murderer That's on the racetrack. Yeah, yeah. Smiling as well. I, yeah, I, yeah. I have seen Rossi, and I've you know I've watched him since he's one two five days. Do the most heinous, ruthless shit yeah. to other riders. But that's right. But th- th- that's but that's what it takes. And that's what to it be takes a multiple to be the, world champion absolutely. like this. Absolutely, you have yeah. to be a killer. Yeah. Doing was a killer. Yeah, he's a fucking killer. Yeah. And the only the only difference with Mick though is he wants it to be a. Uh, a fair fight, you know. He wants to stomp all over their face, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. But but it, he wants to do it fair, fair and square, and see I'm the better man, you know. Yeah. Where the you know uh, others will do it as we saw uh, in Qatar. Others will do it, you know, uh, any way possible, you know. So so, so tell me, I'm t- talking about Moto Three. So tell me yeah. what what you saw um, in terms of the Bazzetti Marquez incident because I know Bazzetti was outside. Oh, he was pissed uh, off. Outside Marquez's mud home going, get the fuck out of here and fight me <laughs> like a man. <laughs> 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 and um, they go, okay. wrong motor, you know, go yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, have. The, the, <laughs> the reason I don't really want to get involved in that one, as in mean, meaning I, I have nothing too much to say, is uh, Bez got uh, quite shit drive out of that turn, which 
gave Mark a sniff, you know what I mean? Gave Mark the opportunity. And <coughs> Mark's not going to turn down any opportunity. No. Um, a lot of guys would go into that corner knowing, oh, there's a little sniff here, but shit, we're going to come together there and likely the guy on the outside is going to crash, so I'm going to roll off, but not Mark. No, that's not he Mark goes, is. That's not Mark. No. So he holds. So what I'm saying is you can't give him a little sniff. I mean, more than one rider's told me this. You can't even give him a little sniff. If He's you try to overtake him, you have to get your front wheel ahead, otherwise it's going to get chopped off. You have to get – um, you don't give him an opportunity, you know, and Bez did give him a little opportunity and boof into the side. And, and uh, you know, I un- totally understand why Bez is furious because from his point of view, he just got knocked off, you know. Sure. And I, I understand he did, but there was a little opportunity there and – Shit, Mark takes him, doesn't he? You know, Look, and, and Mark, uh, Mark was right up alongside him. Mark was well and truly up the inside in that corner. They were virtually next to each other. You know, but what I'm, yeah, yeah, but what I'm saying is, when you go into that corner, uh, when you commit to it, I mean, I've ridden the turn from the helicopter view. You don't get the feel of the track, you know, mm. and from the helicopter, when you turn in from the paint, there, you're like, I, I reckon there's less. Well, this is why I didn't want to get involved in this one because it's two fifty-fifty. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah, yeah. Let's just let it right. roll. Yeah, yeah, so that's all right. Let's just let, let, let's let's. Is that okay? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, let, let, yeah, let, yeah, let's let's talk about the the two title contenders. Um, you know, it was an epic battle all year. Yeah, yeah. Bezetch was almost there. Almost there. Had he won this, we would have been ten grand richer on a, on a forty dollar bet, right? <laughs> <laughs> but he failed. But like, it, it was just an amazing thing. It's it's rare to see them go like to the wire like that. Yeah. And did you do you think you know? Was there any? Do you think there's any buggery going on here with the with with uh, with uh, Martin and the Ducati not you know? Not giving him the right tire, or you know, the, 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 I, I any really influence? Don't. No, I really don't. I know no? a lot of people love conspiracy sure, theories and that, and I'd be, I'd be wide open to the truth. Like, I, if I felt that um, someone was um, stitching him up, but I really don't believe well, it. You know, look, there's uh, the, the gr- can the, you imagine Simon Napoleon himself? Simon, you know, technical Simon. guys will know what happened. And if that gets through to the boss, then can you imagine Campanotti finding out that they got stitched up and with the amount of money yeah, and look, effort and they're yeah, paying to yeah. carry the machinery? I, I, and yeah, exactly. I just don't oh, yeah. believe it. I don't you know? believe I really it. Don't. Look, Napoleon, Napoleon said this many, many years ago, never put down to malice what you can put down to incompetence. <laughs> You know, it's it's simple as that. People see people see conspiracy theories everywhere, and it, and it's usually just a fuck up. <laughs> it's not- yeah, 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 yeah. Hey guys, this is a really good opportunity. I think before we go further to throw in, like Peko, I, I I've said this a couple of times, and I just said it off the cuff about these two riders, and I didn't say it right. You know, a couple of words aren't, didn't quite fit, but um, basically Peko is the same. Um, Jorge's didn't work anyway. Peko. These two guys fighting, you know, through the championship down to the last race, but doing it quite a different way. And I love how Pico is, um, you know, the calm, quiet, you know, educated. um, He's very technical. Um, You know, you see how many times he works with his team and comes back on Friday, sorry, from a bad Friday or even a bad Saturday. He comes back and sorts it out and wins on Sunday. Yes. 
unreal, analytical. He's an absolute gentleman. He he really is. I, yeah. I really oh, admire the guy. Well, uh, Talking uh, to him, There's a worthy, worthy did. world champion who who actually and he fought for that title. Oh yeah. Do you know one of the things when I was watching the race just before Jorge Martin nearly ran up Peko's ass? I was watching the two of them going at it, and I was thinking, this reminds me of Wayne Rainey and Kevin Schwantz, like in terms of their personalities. Yeah, and then and then <laughs> and then Jorge nearly ran up his ass, and I'm like, yep, that's Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, j- just to finish on Pico, like kind of sophisticated. I, I I'd say he's the like he's the James Bond, you know, <laughs> of the of the paddock, you know, of the riders, you know, and like he's into in, into guest. Astronomy, you know, like yeah. and nice wine, and you're like, wow, he's one way completely. And Jorge is like, he he freely admits he put it out there that he's from a poorer background. It was almost yeah. out, you know, like like the, the like the rest of us, you know, yeah. like it was almost out of the out of racing. Um, he's not technical at all, like meaning understanding how the bike works. He just tells the the mechanics what it's doing, and they fix it, and he knows if it's fixed, you know, yeah. which yeah. is. Also a common way. I mean, like Foggy was the same, and I've come across other riders the same. He's so natural. He's explosive, you know, the speed. And he wears his heart on his sleeve, yeah, doesn't he? You yeah, know? He does. And he's he raw. I love – that was the word that I, that I was missing. He's raw. He's, I love how – Yeah, he's pure. He's really honest. He just says what he thinks. Right, right, you know, stand up grabbing his balls when, <laughs> yeah, when he's yeah, done the yeah. job. Oh, yeah. I love like, that. I love that. Yeah. He's – and you know what? He's not stupid, man. He's clever because how he learns, you know, from his mistakes, yeah. and then yeah, he's shown that he can do that. Uh, he's going to be more dangerous next year. Do you know yes, what I, well, you know I what think? I that's a perfect way of breaking it down, Simon. It's very yeah. true. One is the sophisticated, you know, like analytical, you know, likes his re- good wine. Is you know, his driving license would 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 attest to. And the <laughs> the other. <laughs> The, the, the other, the other one is just a, just a, you know, a crazy little, you know, go yeah. get him. And he loves to party hard. He, you know, he doesn't go home in in between races. In the in the, you know, Martin just went to Bali, you know, and partied. You know, I, I well, Pecco, Pecco went home to his wife or his girlfriend. And I love how after the race he, you know? on Monday, I think it was, or it might have been Tuesday morning, um, Jorge Martin's running around swapping helmets. He was doing helmet exchanges with Mark Marquez and Danny Pedrosa was there and had one for him and all these people. He was Ooh. and he was and he was sharing all of these videos to social media. He's like yeah. a kid in a candy That's shop. Right. He's like, this is like a yeah. dream. You know, like, and he love and him and Mark had just had the crash the day before, yeah. and he loved it. He's like, oh, and Mark gave him a special helmet and you know all that sort of stuff. It was I, fantastic. Yeah. It was really good it's to brilliant. see. Yes. So, so one more thing about Martin before we move on. His yeah. Sunday night debrief was fantastic. I listened to everybody's. Um, uh, I, I loved for, for, for starters how Mark said, oh, I understand why Jorge did that and he's fighting for a championship. But he's so clever at give it, basically saying, there is no chance that it's me. Yeah. It was, yeah. it was, yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. absolutely yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, anyway, Jorge's, when I listened to it, it was fa- the bit that I loved was he came out and admitted that um, – I didn't lose the championship here. I lo- I lost it, you know, when I crashed out of Indonesia. That's right. Um, in the lead, and and the other one, I chose the wrong tire at Phillip Island, and they said, "Why did you choose the wrong tire?" You know, he says basically at Phillip Island, <laughs> I was too confident. I thought I could beat these guys on any tire. 
you know. And you can't. This is MotoGP. They're too. Everyone. The competition's too hard. And I fucking love that. Uh, yeah. He he said, you know, I was overconfident then. I felt, you know, riding the crest of waves. Very, sort of, I, was, anyway, I, I, I think you're absolutely right in that this year has been an enormous learning curve for Martin. He has learnt so yeah. much about himself. He'll be dangerous and, next. Yeah, year. he'll be dangerous next year. But that kind of brings us to who are the great disappointments this year. Oh, there was there was a couple. Brilliant, uh, really? yeah, yes, yeah. I agree. Hundred percent. What happened there? Well, look, we knew Honda was in trouble, right? So we don't even need to go there. We knew no, Yamaha right. was having problems. We knew Yamaha was having trouble, but Aprilia, everybody expected more. I expected Oliveira to be. We put a bet on Oliveira at the start yeah, of the year to did, win the yeah, championship. Yeah, yeah, we thought he was and, the wild card. And for I the think champ. for me, the standout was Ma- Maverick's done some, some some really quick laps this year. And yeah, he's, but he's to fuck nothing in the, race. To yeah. fuck nothing. What, what is wrong at Aprilia, Simon? Um, well, I think like the very start of it, you know how we all expected Aprilia, Aprilia to fight for the championship, you know, yeah, yeah. meaning and be in the top three there. All the, well, I think everything moved forward. So um, we know, you know, Aprilia last year was very good, um, but I think everything moved forward. The KTM moved forward. The Ducati got faster, um, you know, so it was more competitive. So there's a little bit um, – of that, they didn't have the edge they had, you know, and so that's only a little bit. But um, they, they they made too many mistakes. I mean, the, the 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 one to summarize the whole thing is Maverick chose the wrong fucking tire in the sprint, the soft when everyone yeah. uh, the yeah. medium when everyone yeah. took the, the the soft, and then and, you know, okay, so did Peko. But what I'm saying, the next day. He did the reverse when everyone did the reverse, and he he had the soft when everyone had the medium. And how do you choose the wrong tire two days in a row? And when you're smoking fast, and you're on par, you really oh, yeah, great, yeah, and you're on par. I'm like, I'm, yeah, I mean, you want to, oh, you know, yeah, why, why, forehead, does, why does anyone so let there was Maverick too make many decisions? Of them, wasn't there? <laughs> why does it we'll let Maverick make decisions? Should never let Maverick make decisions. <laughs> you just tell him what to do. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be left to be responsible. Um, which which brings us obviously to the captain. We we, we were going to sort of halfway through next year going to toss up between we do a bucks night for Pecco, we do a retirement party for um, Aleish <laughs> and buy him a cheap Bolex watch <laughs> o- online and send it to him. But um, you know, surely this has got to be, 2024 has got to be his last season. Next year. Next year. Well, you know. You know what do you think? Maybe. What do you think? I mean, he it's kind of feeling like that, isn't it? You know, and he, he's yeah. working on the social media side and trying to build up after racing, which um good on him, you know. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You would if you know you're gonna but it it does have that feel. By the way, that poem you did last <laughs> week uh, was 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 special, Boris. <laughs> um, yes, thank you. Uh, those of us like Anglo Saxon know, knowing that hard sense of humor and that, um and most of us absolutely loved it. Um <laughs> The Euro- most of the Europeans well, it kind of wrote it kind confused. of confused. <laughs> didn't get it. <laughs> it kind of wrote itself. I, I think <laughs> it's, it's but, you know. But the, the, it was. But next year, like the, the April is going to have a lot of choices, aren't they? I mean, there's only three buys in the paddock that have contracts past next year. So and that's Marini and Zacco and uh, Binda. Binda. So April yeah. is going to have a lot of choosing to do. There's a lot of people yeah. there, you know. I mean, them, you I know. just 
I just wonder, though, if they want to. They seem so loyal. Like, i, I got to say, I love the Aprilia team as, um, you know, the team manager, the engineer, the um, – basically, the, the, the people in there are so nice to talk to, so open, so see things as they really are. Yep. They're, they're blunt about their own failings and try to improve them. And but So I really like them. I just – I've seen so much loyalty with them since um, Massimo Rivola's came in yeah. uh, that I wonder at the, if they're ruthless enough to go piss off to one of their riders where, you know, we're going to take someone else. I, I, I really, I'm really not sure. I'm yet to see them do that. So, uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Even yeah. when uh, yeah. Iannone was, you know, did that big fuck up, they stood by him for a long time till they That's had right. very few choices otherwise. Yeah. And um, waiting, waiting, hoping he was going to get off. So I really don't know what they're going to do. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah no, um, that's fair enough. But, and there's two sides to the silly season thing because we, we've been saying, you know, come round three next year, silly season's on. People are starting to look oh, for seats I for think, the following I think year. It's on round one, probably on from round one. But th- there's two sides to it. So for every rider that thinks he needs to go and find another ride, there's a team that thinks they need to get rid of a rider. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So you kind of got this dual edge thing happening. So you look at Jack at KTM, right? So KTM's got this problem that we know about. You've got Pedro riding a gas gas next year, and he wants to be in KTM colours, and KTM probably want him in KTM colours if all goes to plan. So Jack's probably going to be sitting there next year, and if we get to round three and Jack hasn't won a race or gone very well, he'll be thinking, okay, I'm in trouble now. I I need to be looking around and finding another spot. And and I'll tell you what's going to happen. They're going to go, oh, sorry, Jack, I haven't got a ride next year, and suddenly the next race Jack's on the podium or wins one. Well, either that, but the problem is that they might wait until fucking round 14 to do it. Yeah. When, and that's the problem. All these other seats start to get taken early on. And well, I guarantee you, Pekko Bagnaia will be signed to Ducati before the first round. Yeah, he will. He will. <laughs> no, you know, you know yeah, Ducati, yeah. Simon. They've done it before. They'll do it again. So, hey, can I throw something else in Absolutely. that I'm thinking about while you guys are talking about, the, about this? Is I want to remind you all that we were all thinking – that Jorge Martin is in the shit at the end of this time last year. Yeah, we were. Because we were. That, bike, that bike caused him some problems, but he never figured it out. And I was worried for him. I, I even spoke to his new team manager, Gino Borsoy, about it, saying he's going to have to really hook in. To please. We were talking about it. Like, Gino, I hope he understands this is a chance of a lifetime. Um, and he's got the right bike. He's got all the ability. He has to really prepare himself and focus to use that uh, that opportunity and he did yeah. he did he he's the fittest he's ever been the most committed because you think of it 12 months ago we all were thinking does Jorge prefer partying and uh, and um and uh influencing pretty girls and you know <laughs> or does he want to go racing and honestly that's what i was thinking and we all were but look at what we're thinking about Jorge now so what i'm saying is the same can happen with Jack. I'm thinking the same. Jack, this is the the last really big opportunity. That's right. Please get as fit as you can, fully commit. I know you've had a heap of distractions this year, you know, from from new babies, married, uh, you know, new babies, uh, new, new bulldozers and new tracks. And <laughs> but yeah, yeah. if you can, if Jack can do a Jorge, meaning fully focus and get the best out of himself, he has 
the ability, just like Jorge has, to run back at the front again yeah. and deserve that ride. And we'll all forget that he was in trouble, you know? Oh, absolutely. So, Ra- race fans I, have the shortest. I see it. Race fans have the shortest memories in the world. Yeah. We absolutely yep. don't. You know, like three three rounds in the next year, we've forgotten all about 2023. Well, we've forgotten Juami was a world champion. So, <laughs> yeah. Hey, Simon, your, your neighbours with Jack, can you have a chat to him? <laughs> no, he, he would have long gone home, mate, straight from yeah, Valencia. He's, he's he would have gone home. to Aussie to he's, see his, yeah. his, uh, his girls. He's already, he's already, he's already home. Is there, yeah. is there anything more that you want to, want to say about this year's this year's this season, you know, twenty twenty three season, or should we move to the testing? Um, I, I will. I suppose I should. Um, yeah, no, I can say what I want at the end of testing because it's about next year, really. Yeah, yeah, yep. yep. So uh, right. okay, so everybody was on tender hooks. They all wanted to see the Marquez on the Ducati. Yep. Everyone was waiting on the television. Finally, he did come out. And what? oh mate, it was a nightmare. That you could, I couldn't even see the bike. <laughs> yeah. I, I had to run after it to see which tires it was on because it was it was like Beatlemania. I know. <laughs> I saw. I was watching. I was watching it on 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 Foxy Sports and and the. I mean, a it looked fantastic. The the, the black leathers with the little oh, white, yeah, with the red yeah. stripes, the bike, the bike, really cool. It was uh, on that point. It was nice and to give Jack a bike that was all black and white. You couldn't see where he'd gonna crash the shit out of it. You yeah. know, so coming Zeb- up. The zebra, the zebra crash bike, but Marquez um, looked looked amazing from the get go, and there was five thousand people standing in front of his pit. It was beautifully orchestrated. <laughs> yeah, yes, it was lovely. So, w- yeah, what I mean, I, we, know, we all I saw like the same thing, and we, that was that. I'm used to living in pit lane, you know, and being able to look in the garage. Then that happened, and yeah. I couldn't even look in the garage, and I'm like, who are all these people? They just turned <laughs> up for this one. This one fucking photo. Like, <laughs> go away. You're trying to work, Sam. <laughs> i got to work here. <laughs> but um, he got out and he was he was pretty much straight on it, wasn't he? Oh, he was fantastic. I, I was agreeing with Pecco that he was going to be fastest at the test. I really believed that. Um, and I'll tell you why. Is we, I know what Mark is like. He wants to stamp his authority on the championship and he's just got on a good bike. He's good at Valencia. Um, And the other thing, the important thing about testing is the people that ride for the satellite teams just ride a really proven bike and they can work like a racer and just make that bike suit them where the guys that ride for a factory team have to sort through it. They, they get up to speed or with one run, one exit to remember where their race bike was, and then they have to just test shit at the same level all day, yeah. different parts, and don't focus on themselves, which is not, a, you know, you basically you can't go fast. You're just giving information back. So you know that the factory boys aren't going to be uh, the fastest in general. That's the general rule. That's why you see Takanakagami, um, Marini, fastest at tests because they've yeah. got satellite bikes and they just have to go and yeah. hammer the shit out of them. I mean, you know? if it was so, if Maverick could win a world title, it'd be at the world test. Well, that's right. And yeah. Marini wasn't Marini wasn't testing anything. Marquez wasn't testing anything. You know, yeah. they, they just yeah. went. Here's the fucking bike. Learn how to ride it. And yeah, you, know, you don't exactly. have you don't have to teach Marquez and to ride nothing, you know. But this is this is the so point. my first doubts that he was going to be fastest came where oh that big high side you know coming together yep. with Jorge big crash shit he m- might be a bit sore and then the next one was 
this is dodgy conditions. You know, it was too oh, cold. It was cold, yeah. It you was couldn't very run cold. The, you couldn't run the tire, the front tire you wanted because it was too cold, yeah, the windy, harder one. Windy. Uh, everyone loved that. But And then the, the wind buffeting around yeah. uh, made it hairy, you know, and you could see uh, there was it was too easy to crash. So he went and did the best he could uh, in the safety zone and then parked it, which impressed everyone, and then, and then gave up on that, which – I think is clever. Otherwise, you're risking hurting yourself. Um, but I think it was good conditions. He'd have been fastest. But I, I also just just want to make a point here that people, oh wow, you know, Marquez loves that Ducati, and I think what we're, and I think it, it, it needs to be said, these guys are beyond good. You know, it's not like they're going to give you a motorcycle and you've got to try to work out what's going on here. And I'm oh, sure he has never ridden Ducati before and shit like that. But it's just another fucking motorcycle, isn't it? And these guys are the best motorcycle riders in the fucking world. And here's a bike that isn't trying to kill you all the time. <laughs> How are you going to go? Well, it's going. Right? It's it's, it's going. Next year's going to be it's going to be Marquez against all the other Ducatis. Yeah, you know what I mean. And those boys. They know they got shit coming. I mean, they were looking at this data from the test going, holy shit. Yeah, he doesn't even break in turn eight. That's what Why isn't he breaking in turn eight? It's not, <laughs> what do you think, Simon? They, are they shitting the paint already? Um, I, yeah, definitely, definitely. But, um, you know, the, he, his skill level is one thing. Like, he freely admits, and I think he's bang on, uh, that he does some things better than others and they can learn from and that others do better in certain areas than he does and he can learn from them. And, and that is just, and being honest, that that's the truth. Um, he's, I think it really comes down to his, um, his hunger, determination, his drive. That's the danger, you know? Um, and his, like, uh, you know, his, his devious mind, the way to use every tool in the, in the toolbox to beat the opposition. And yeah. uh, that's, that's that's what they all know, and you know his ruthlessness, the whole package, yeah. his racecraft, like all the things I mentioned before. That's what they're worried about. He's, you know, they he, know he's got the best bike now, and he's got all that. So he, he is the he is the evil Rossi. Rossi was the nice smiling assassin. Marquez is not the smiling assassin. He's just the fucking assassin. He smiles sometimes. <laughs> Look, Simon, Simon, you know you've interviewed him. You've talked to him far more than I have, and I've interviewed him a lot of times. The guy couldn't be off the bike. One of the nicest people you'll ever speak to is always well humble, always on time, always does his interviews, does it. But, but yeah. he gets on the puts that helmet on, and he's an evil wizard. Yes, <laughs> like, yeah. he's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it, he's it, a killer. I mean, it, I. I think he's going to win the championship next year. I just hope it's not boring. I hope it's I hope it's um, Jorge, uh, Pico, etc. Bez. I think Bez is. You know, we saw what the best what Bez can do. He ran away from everybody. Yeah. You know, a couple of times this year, and then he went and hurt himself playing on dirt bikes at the ranch. I think if he hadn't done that. He would have done another one or two times. Uh, Indonesia, for example, he turns up getting on podium if he wasn't freshly bolted together collarbone I think he'd have done the same there he'd been you know what? winning so I hope you know there's a few guys out there that can take it to them you know there's well, more I can touch on that well, more well let's end, let you, you you can't ride off the beast either you know or, or Brad Binder a, a, exactly. a fully fit beast exactly. with Carlo Panetta and a knife in his back oh my god the guy's <laughs> going to be scared <laughs> yeah. next year he's going to have a, a contract something about the test <laughs> something about the test yeah. and Bears 
Um, sorry, not Bez, um, yeah, Bastianini. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how he struggled? Like, first, he gets taken out by Mourinho at the beginning yeah, of the year, and it yeah. starts an avalanche of shit luck, doesn't it? Yeah, you know, sure. For the year. Yeah. yeah. But um, also, the part of that shit luck was the bike was changed in an area that it was his strong point, you know, getting it stopped. Mm. He was magic at it. He could match Pico or, or beat Pico even. And, um, then the bike changed and everyone said they struggled that everyone was on the 23 bike struggled to get it stopped. Just the way it stopped was more difficult. And bears, uh, sorry, uh, Bastianini really struggled with that. He couldn't, as Pico said, right at the, the time we were all learning how to ride this thing he was hurt yeah and then he comes back in trying to recover from his accident and trying to figure this problem out yeah. well everyone said that rode the new bike the 24 ducati that the engines changed between the 23 and the 22 and it's better in that area so that's going to be good for bears there you straight go. away yeah oh, well, shit i keep saying bears uh Bastianini. Bastianini. Well, i remember, yeah. I, remember you, I remember you i heard you talking to tardozzi because you said that i can't really see a physical difference between a 23 and a ducati and a 24 ducati and i think it was tardozzi he said yeah everything's on the inside the engine's different right yeah he said they're identical you know yeah. on the outside uh it's you know, I said, well, what is it, electronics, suspension, um, engine, and he went, engine. engine. And so, yeah, they, they confirmed that, the riders that night, that it was engine change in it. Apparently, it's fast as fuck. <laughs> so they were happy. They were <laughs> yeah, smiling. Yeah, it, so it, it looked quick, at but it. But it's better in that braking zone. They've changed something there. So the other thing and, I, yeah. the other thing that personally interested me, because I'm a, I'm a huge fan of, of, of Alex Rins, and he's back yep. next year uh, as 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 a Yamaha rider with yeah. um Fabulous. Yes. And have Yamaha found anything? I mean, you know, Fabulous is just is not really saying they have it or they haven't. It's kind of okay. He's just talking test shit. Because um, I want to see I, – I, I see those two as two of the best riders in the paddock. If only that Yamaha had a little bit more of kind of everything. Yeah. Oh, completely with you. They're two of the best – Riders and if Yamaha brings something um, competitive, they will show the results. You know, yeah. they're both magic. Uh, obviously, there wasn't much talk about Rins or my, because he was pretty much riding um, the twenty three bike. Yeah. You know, not the new stuff on it, and until the end, and then tried the aero and uh, engine and stuff. But also, he's injured. He's going to take a little while to come back from that. Even. On top of the physical thing, the mental thing of going through what he's going through, sure. riding a Honda, and then going through the injury and the recovery. I think I've been saying it as soon as he got hurt that he's going to take a while to come back but from Rin, this. But Rin, confidence Rin, Rins has been down this road before. Uh, what? And being injured and coming back. And yeah. Mentally, and knocked confidence back. Yes. There. Yes. I, I, think, uh, I think I think all riders you mean go the her- through it. Hereth crash, on the yeah, yeah, Suzuki. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I just don't know if the injury was as complicated and take take as long. And at least he was confident in the bike before and after. Mm. Uh, I just think this one's a lot harder. I really do. Okay. So anyway, um, I really believe in him. But the, anyway, getting to the Fabio's fucking fantastic and already on a high and not injured. Um, Rins will take a little bit more to, to come back, but he's just as brilliant. So what what I want to say is the Yamaha, it's the first time that I've heard positive stuff about aero that they need to try it at more tracks because they've said 
uh, positive things a little bit about Aero at Valencia before, but it's it's not the average track. It hasn't got really fast corners, and right. but both riders felt something positive about the Aero, and um, they I, I believe Yamaha got new people working on the aerodynamics, and it sounds like there's something promising there. And engine wise, they have they are heading down the right road. You know, like the 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 engine is taking. Um, pin steps in the right direction and what we're going to find out is how good the engine is in Kuala Lumpur you know Sepang because you know after the winter working on it and let's hope like hell that it's it's good because if it is good Fabio is going to be straight back fighting for the world championship again oh, no, I absolutely agree with you because like, like I said I think he's easily one of the top three riders out there oh, as, he- as good as uh, yeah, Pecco and as, as good as Marquez. Yeah, like you, you look at this year. As soon as we got to tracks where that bike was even remotely competitive, yeah, he's he, competitive. He was, yeah, yeah, he was yeah, fighting absolutely. So. And one more thing about um, him, like about Fabio, is how often does he crash? You know, yeah. well, yeah, I think he's he rides right on the edge, like pushing everything out of that Yamaha, and he falls off hardly at all. He's like yeah. he's like a little magician. You know, it's mm. really. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. All right. Well, what what do we think about Luca Marini? I mean, <laughs> I was just about to go there. Luca, Luca, <laughs> you know, what's he thinking? The, <laughs> he's now gone to HRC. Uh, Arrivederci to Valentino and the Forty Six Boys. He, he's got a, he's a factory rider. He got a two year contract. Yep. God bless him. You know, yep. he's going to be around. Yep. yep. But what was he? What was he? I don't want to know what he's thinking. I know what he's thinking, but what? How was his impressions after riding the Honda? I mean, the real impression. What do you think? Well, um, because of contracts and stuff like that, there wasn't, um, you know, there wasn't good information on any of the guys. That, for example, the uh, you know Marquez didn't speak. Oh, yeah, the yeah. ones that have changed still on contract um, bikes. Yeah, yeah. They. they yeah, they they're still under contract, and they, they they basically weren't allowed to speak freely, you know. And um, so we didn't find out much there. So, all, but he wasn't crying. All out we the can back. do is go on. All we can do is go on what Mir said, because he's you know the current Honda rider and could speak and speak openly. And his was much like Yamaha. The first time I've heard really positive. Um, you know, it's small things, but it's in a positive direction where I'm so happy for them because he had nothing to be um, no. positive about. Yeah. You that, know? that was the, wor- then, the, the worst year for, for, for any racer, I think, was Mir's this year. But if Honda do bring something, I mean, let's face it, uh, you know, Mir can bang and Marini certainly can bang. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's face it, I mean, it could be a genius move if Honda actually do come up with something. They've got all the concessions in the world next year. Yes. They can put four tires on the fucking bike if they want to. <laughs> but, you know, they can do anything. So, you know, maybe... Maybe it's a good move. Maybe it's a well, smart. Hey, well, we spoke you, about this. You've been thinking the same as me, Fredo. Is is why would you do that move? And the only thing that I could come up with is, look, um, you know, you wouldn't do it for one year. He's got two years. Yeah. Um. And and that Honda have obviously gone to him. That the way I see it, the only way you'd want to go there is like we are throwing everything in the kitchen sink at this one and you you know how big and powerful and and what we can do when we want to honda and we are going to turn this around you know we need your help and um 
uh, it's the only way, isn't it? That yeah. you'd want to go yeah. there. And um, first, first, it must have been hard getting off the Ducati, but at least it's uh, one. They've made one step at the very first test. They've made one step in the right direction, according to Juan Mir. A little bit more rear grip. Looks like aero slightly better. So they're heading at least down the right path for the very first time in how many years? You know, yeah, nothing's yeah. been better before now. Yep, yep. That's that's why well, it's good to hear. But um, I also think, as we as we as we said, that there'll be a bit from KDM next year as well. KDM are charging; they're charging forward. They're throwing money at this. I, I think they would they would be disappointed with this year. Yeah, I, I reckon they would have expected more this year than what they got. Yep, and for sure they're going to come out shooting next year. Yeah. But to, uh, and I felt so sorry for KTM on <laughs> Sunday after the race. I do, you yeah. know, when you look at the different boxes, I was thinking who to interview. You know, at the end at the warm down lap, and I looked at the KTM <laughs> box, and my heart sank. You know, because oh, oh no. you're like, oh my god, yeah, well, they're so close to doing first and second, and then well, ben, got ben, nothing, ben, you know, Binder got so used to being penalised, I think he went out and did himself. You know, <laughs> voluntary long lap. Fuck a voluntary long lap. Yeah. Penalty, yes. Fuck is be- before Freddie gets me. I'm going to do this myself. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> for the listeners, for the listeners that didn't, um, hear, you know, hear what all the riders said on Sunday, um, they were all scared of the front tire, um, meaning the temperature was dropping because we're so late in the year. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And um, the, the riders on the, especially the hard front, which. Uh, majority had. Um, for example, the first one I listened to was Pecos. It was really interesting. He said, first laps, I didn't feel confident with the front. Then the KTMs came past. Following them, it started feeling better. So temperature, wow. you know? Yeah, it's all and he said, and once, once I was up to that pace, I could keep it, you know? And then the KTM boys, you, you, it's pretty obvious what happened. As yeah. the temperature dropped, yeah. the right-hand side cooled off. Yeah, Brad it. got that big scare and saved it. Uh, Jack didn't. He said the lap before it chatted, and then he did exactly the same the ne- thing the next lap, and it went no warning straight down. And all the other crashes that you saw, you know, like there was a bunch of them at the same time. Mm. Was all the same thing. Yeah, front tire losing temperature. Well, this was so as much as we can say, Jack. You know, you. I was at the. T- everyone was going, Jack. You wanker. You're like. <laughs> We, we all wanted, we all wanted to see Jack win it, didn't we? You know no, when he was yeah, leading. Yeah. We, we all wanted to see Binder win it when he was leading, one two, and then the other way around, and, and then to lose all of that, we're like, ah. But so this, this just is, for the people that didn't realise what happened, it, it was front tire, you know. Yeah. And this is the latest they've ever been at Valencia. Oh yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh god, yes. It's I mean, fucking winter time. That, it's I mean, winter b- before time. this, and then the... you push the race an hour later. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 Just yeah. to make it so even that's worse. What happened? The last part of the race got colder and colder. Yeah, that's right. Well, we had a new boy on the KTM this weekend. Last weekend, this weekend, didn't we? Pedro, baby Pedro Jeebus Costa. Acosta. Did, did you has... see what he did with his number? Yeah, he made the thirty-one. Yeah, so he's gone to 31, but he's chosen a font that makes the one look like a seven. Yeah. <laughs> so it feels better. Can't have you his 37. Riders got... aren't very superstitious, are they, well, Simon? Well, I, 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 <laughs> I saw – we need to get into what, what superstition Simon has when he could use I'm sure the race. I'm sure there'd be wonderful, a few. But um, just on that, I, I saw Acosta get on that bike, and I saw him get off that bike, and I saw the first word out of his mouth was wow, followed by fuck. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um. What, what did you have a chance to speak to him at all, or, or 
What was your impression? I listened of, of to the debrief. It was great. Um, and he was, I mean, he's obviously been told the way to think about this and he was, uh, he obviously believes it and he was kind of repeating that. Um, uh, I can't remember his exact words, but basically, um, you know, to push away expectations, just get out there and learn and, yep, yep. and improve. And, and whoever's saying this to them is dead right. And it's why, you know, people are saying, how's Pedro going to go in there? You know, is he going to do a Marquez? And, and I'm like, I don't even want to talk about results for Pedro. And I still feel the same. Leave the guy alone yeah, and let him get through that danger period. Because yep. if you put pressure on him to do something, he'll launch it. And if you do that and break yourself, then, like I was saying, you have to go through a rinse, come back from that. Or Bezeki, you know, his second part of the year wasn't good because of the injury. It wasn't as good. You don't want to do that. Yep. So I, don't put pressure on him. Learn how to oh, – there's so much to learn. Yeah. Like it's more than a year's worth, a season's worth of learning to understand these things, you know. Yeah. And it's probably two years. You, you saw – Jorge in his third year, isn't it? Third, that's, well, still that's right. learning and making mistakes and learning from it. Uh, so you can imagine the first year just it is more and more technical every year. You got to remember that's exactly more than when right. Mark, Mark turned up. That's exactly more right. Buttons. There's nine. There's nine fucking buttons and levers on the left hand handlebar. But, you know, that's right. That, I can barely work that's, We clutch. can't. We can't expect. We can't expect. This is exactly what I'm thinking, Simon. You, you can't expect this. The, the kids from uh, the, the the coming up and the other rookies to do what Marcus did back then, and you know, win MotoGP in his rookie year. The, the the bikes are so much different. Uh, it's nothing nothing like what Marcus rode. Uh, you know, eleven years ago. So it, it's it's. He will need that time. We have to give Baby Jibis that time to learn. There's so much to learn. I, I agree, but yeah. I think in terms of, you know, we, we, we spoke about Marquez, this, this perfect killing machine that is out there, you know, doing this. Now he's gone to Ducati that's not trying to kill him. He's well, the next one. I, I, yeah, Pedro. I think Pedro Acosta is the next pure killing machine. When he, when he gets it, when, when, when he, he gets it, it right, and he may get it right quicker than he quicker than we think. Maybe, maybe we don't know. But this brings me to the point uh, that I, I wanted to ask Simon. You actually rode the Ducati this year, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, middle of middle of last year. Middle so of last year. Sorry. So it had pretty yeah, much all, all the lights and buzzers that the, what these ones have. And you know, with all due respect, brother, it's been a few years since you sort of banged the MotoGP bike around a race. How did you? Go, did you did you get your head across the the ride height device? The, what the buttons do? Tell me. Um, so they, I said, I asked about that. I said, what about the ride height device? What about? Um, so I first of all I asked what electronic settings. I was lucky enough to have the real tires. That's not normal. Normally, every other GP bike. Yeah. That's why I can't compare them. Had uh, superbike tires on Michelin superbike tires, slicks. You know, um, which uh, you can't. Compare then. This had um, Chibati and Tadozzi asked Piero Tadamaso if I could have one set, you know, for me to try the bike so they could put the real electronics and the real brakes, etc., on it. And so I tried it. I asked Piero what and his crew chief, who I know, what electronic settings, and they, they just said mine. You know, it was Piero's bike had Peko's um, uh, fairing and stuff on it. And um, and so I chased Piero around for a few laps, and it was. Oh, sorry. The engineers said, "Don't worry about the any buttons that it, don't touch up. anything. <laughs> don't worry about don't worry about the ride height device on the exit because that takes 
events, you know, multiple race events to get right, you're wasting your time. You've got six laps. You're wasting your time even pushing it. You know, you you just focus on riding the bike, and they were dead right. And um, <laughs> and um, it was the most wonderful experience I've ever had on two wheels, man. It was. Yeah. The thing is so sorted, so dialed, and you're riding. Imagine riding um, Piro's bike at Mizano. I mean, you, I don't think you have a more sorted bike. I, I don't think I could and possibly it, imagine. It was I, I, I absolutely can't. wonderful. I can't, I it was can't imagine. It wonderful in every area. Like, uh, I, I did an article on it, and it was like, I'm, I'm talking, the clutch felt incredible taking off. I was like, I didn't expect to feel that. And then the the, the engine, the connection to the engine felt so good. The uh, uh, the engine brake, the gearbox, the the drive grip, the, you, the how the smooth. It doesn't even feel fast because well, it delivers you, the you power fuck, so smoothly. You fucking motorcycle races are not like normal people, are you? I, I, <laughs> I, I, I've ridden two ASBK spec bikes, right? Two ASBK spec super bikes, bikes, which yeah, just super bikes, which are fucking nothing at all like a MotoGP bike. No. And one was Daniel Falzones, and they bastards left a telemetry on. Why would you do that to me, you fucking assholes, right? Because I've done six laps. I've come in. They've plugged it into the computer. They'll start laughing. <laughs> like, what are you fucking laughing at the old fat bastard for? He said, dude, you didn't even warm the tyres up, <laughs> right? We thought you were going to crash because you weren't going fast enough to heat the slicks up. Right. So I went, fuck off and went home, right? But it was, an, it was an, like you said, that I, I can't even imagine the difference between, you know, a, a super bike yeah. and, and there is, you know, and, and, a, and a proper motor GP bike. So the fact that you got to ride a factory Ducati just blows my mind. Yeah. And you, hey. did, and you, didn't, and you weren't allowed to touch any of the buttons, which I put, totally understand. So, I mean, here's, here's a hey, question so, I keep getting. You, you might know the sorry. answer to this. You might not. Um do we know whose bikes, whose nineteen, whose two thousand and twenty three bikes Mark Marquez will be riding next year? Will he get the Pramac bikes, or do we know? Um, I don't. I really don't. They didn't say which ones went where. Yeah, um, okay. but there's the Pramac and the factory bikes, and they get shuffled down. Yeah, but they didn't say who's. Well, I can I can ask. I didn't. I I'll be honest. I didn't think of asking because I didn't think. That it mattered, you know, Probably as long as doesn't. they had the right spec. But I, I'll find out. Yeah, I'll ask. So I, I just keep getting now. Now out of out of left field, brother. We had a um a, an event at at uh, Harrietville, which is the base of Mount Hotham, Victoria, last weekend, and we somehow um Michael Hukins, Hukin, uh, he donated a an HRC shirt, which was signed by Barry Sheen and Mick Doohan. It was an amazing piece. Kenny of, Roberts, Kenny Roberts had signed. It was like it had seven or eight signatures on it. Tugs and I worked out yeah. about five of them, <laughs> and couldn't um, figure out the other. Couldn't, but it doesn't matter because a bloke called um, what was his Struth. name? Struth. Struth. Struth rode all the way from Western Australia to attend this event, and he bid nine hundred dollars for this shirt. And then he went, oh, oh, fuck it. I'll bid a thousand because the wife doesn't understand 900. So I just threw a thousand <laughs> in the kitty. And, you know, Noise Guard and a few other people gave us, you know, held gloves, gave us stuff to auction off. And we raised, I think, 1550 bucks for the for your wow. charity. For the, I mean, it's not a huge amount of money, but there was only like 100, no, 120 people there. And it was great. So we need to put Struth in touch with you to, to, to work out how to. Because he's going to put the money in. We don't. We don't want to touch the money because I'll just spend it on on whores and drugs, um, <laughs> and that's not going to help the dogs anyway. Um, I, so we'll, we'll get we'll get Struth to get in touch with you, and he'll he'll get well, it to you directly. I, if, if I can well, give him my, your my first daughters, um, are obviously fantastic. That's feeding a lot of uh, dogs. But 
I think rather than send it over here, um, we can split it between a couple of dog uh, rescue centres in Oz, since the money came from Oz. Well, that's, that, my that, that's entirely up thought. to you. It's your charity, it's mate. Your charity. We'll, we'll, you, we'll send you, the money yeah, wherever you want. You, you're giving it to you guys, and then you can you can sort this one. Yeah. Well, so I've got so Stress got the the grand. I've got the other five fifty. Yep. So I'll, I'll contact Simon offshore oh, and so we'll, actually, we'll figure it out. It's actually a bit more because um, CMB Financial Services gave us a two hundred dollars spotters fee. Oh, so did we they? Got, yeah, they put. Well, they, he said he put it in our account, but who knows? Um, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure he did. Right. So we've okay, got we've got we'll about seven, about seven hundred and fifty dollars to, to to give to you to to make dogs happy. <laughs> oh man, it's so cool, so, so cool, no. so cool that you guys. Uh, it's so cool that people care about. Yeah. I thought. You know, I didn't realize how nah, uh, man, it's much the, people care it, about the dogs. So, it, it's um, a char- yeah, straight it, up, we'll do that. We'll we'll keep it in Oz because that's where the money was earned, and sure. we'll, we'll get a few, get but it look, to a few. There's a greyhound rescue place that I yep. like what they're doing. We've already paid three thousand and sixty bucks for um, uh, dogs of the homeless um, in Melbourne. Uh, yeah. Yvonne there does amazing work and. She managed uh, to get some companies to triple the donations on a certain date, fifteenth of November. So we paid three grand and sixty bucks for the paperwork, and so she got nine out of it. You know what I mean? Wow, that's great. Stuff like this. That's but fantastic. It, 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 but well it's, done, it's the kind of charity that that no one has any issues with. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. I, I'm not keen to give money to the salvos or whatever, but dogs. Like, what kind of piece of shit are you if you don't want to help dogs? They can't ask for help themselves. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. Well, you know. I think the main thing is to find out that uh, that good ones that the money's not going to disappear. Yeah. If we yeah. have any doubt, what we, if we have any doubt, we don't know them. Um, that, but we want it. We th- we know we really want to help. Um, we we just ask them for a wish list, and Kirst buys it all on Amazon and gets it sent to them. You know, all the okay. dog food and collars and cages. Fantastic. And, uh, but w- when we know that they're bang on, uh, been to visit them, blah blah. Um, and know what they're doing, then it's you know. Yeah, well, that, that's that's why it's best if if we put you in touch with with Struth or whatever. I'll just give him an email address yeah, if you yeah, don't yeah, mind, and he can contact you, yeah. and you can tell him, say, mate, send the grand to here or whatever, and job done. Yeah. Okay. Let's not that. Okay. Hey. I've got the I got the one. I got the question. Sorry. Oh, I've got something to wrap up with. So you go uh, before we before we wrap up, Simon. I want to ask you, what do you know about this whole RNF and, and Raslan taking off, and then the Americans coming in, and everybody's upset, and the the Estonian mafias now say they're gonna they're gonna kill people. What's going on here? I don't know much. <laughs> oh, good. The then I'll make it up then. Okay, beautiful. The whole team had a. Uh, you know what do you call it a, a gag order on for the weekend yep. you know so i wasn't even allowed to interview wilco and Rasalan <laughs> about wow. i just wanted to know how miguel Oliveira was you know yeah, yeah. but and they said no 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 and so i didn't interview them, but i wandered back past and i went hey guys i just wanted to ask how miguel was and um i i took for granted you guys can't talk and they said yeah but sorry we can't do any interviews you know yeah, yeah. so we find we found out very little more than you guys know. Something to do with NASCAR um, team owner and yeah, track, yeah. Track, house. Hear, crack, you know, crack house, or crack house, track house, <laughs> track house racing. I know who they are in, in the there's a lot of sports marketing and in the NASCAR and, and the Pitbull. He's a Mr. Worldwide, the, the singer, the Pitbull. He's a, a shareholder in this yeah. thing, which is you know that's all cool. Great. Bring, that's okay. bring Hollywood. That's what I say. Yeah, but yeah. but uh, yeah, there, there's I think we haven't heard the end of this, Simon. There's a lot more to come. 
Here's one for you, Simon. I, I noticed today on the MotoGP website, if you go to the results page, the results for Valencia, Raul Fernandez yeah. is listed where it says his team. It says Aprilia Satellite Racing Team. <laughs> <laughs> no, no longer says Crypto Data RNF. They've been taken whatever. away from history now. <laughs> They're gone. Yeah, it's the first. The, he did pretty well, actually, didn't he, on that new bike? Oh, it was yeah, great. 23 yeah, bike. Yeah. He really liked it. He said it was, especially the front-end feel, was way better. So I look forward to see a fit, uh, healthy Miguel Oliveira on that as well. Yeah, yeah. and, and Raul hit his straps. Speaking of Raul hitting his straps next year, let's close out by each making a prediction. Let, let's get ourselves in trouble and make a really early prediction for next year. I'll go first. Yeah, go on. Mark Marquez to win the first two rounds. And everyone who's been smiling for the last three years to all of a sudden start looking at each other going, oh, shit, fuck, what we do now? Okay, so we're talking the first two rounds. Is this what First you're two rounds, and he'll win the championship. Okay. Boris? Um, Marquez will win the second round. He won't win the first round. I think Peko Bagnai will win the first round at Qatar. Yeah. Um, and I don't. I think Peko will back it up again for a third year. Okay. Uh, it, no. Uh, <laughs> no. Says, Get fucked. No. <laughs> I think uh, I like a Bisecchi in the first round, the Qatar. Uh, either Bisecchi or the Beast, but possibly. Yeah. I'm going to say the Beast, actually. And um, I think uh, uh, Martin will win. <laughs> I said at the beginning <laughs> of this year, but I think he's learned, like Simon said, he's learned so much and will be so hard. And I think those. I think if, if the two top Ducati boys are fighting it out together, they're going to eat themselves. And I think it's going to be consistency. And I think Martin will get We shall it. see. Well, what's our song? Simon, what Simon are your thoughts? Well, I hate predictions. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Simon says. I, I always feel I always feel that I've, uh, if I predict I've missed someone. <laughs> I, I know what it was yeah, like yeah. when – I think I'm going to win that one, and someone else is. They predict someone else, some expert, and I'm and like, you. "Fuck you!" Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't. You don't have so, to make a prediction. Just your thoughts, then, on, on what. Yeah, you think. my thoughts are. I mean, I want to wrap it up, sounding like a commentator. <laughs> you know? that, the C word. No, no, but we're, we're sounding like a journalist. That's right. But basically, I. I I loved this year in that it was so competitive. It came down after twenty sprints and twenty races. It came down yeah. to the last, yeah. you know, how good. On Sunday. How good! And the way I look at next year is like I was saying before. Martin is going to be more dangerous next year because he he's going to be angry. He's going to be like, right, I'm going to make less mistakes, not make the same ones again. You know, tires and crash and and then Bez, he's you know, I really believe that kid's special. Yeah, and um. He, he fucked it up playing on dirt bikes this year and ended his run, really. But I think he'll be there. Fabio, if the Yamaha sorts it out, th- yeah. this is what I'm excited about, these things. Fabio, if he can sort, they can sort the Yamaha out, um, I think it's going to take Rins a little bit to make friends with it. Meaning, no, get his confidence back, you know, and get in a good space a little bit longer, and not just the first races anyway. Um, KTM would be pissed off about this year, this and not more than Brad Binder will be. <laughs> I think Brad's going to be in, really in the mix for the championship. Yeah. Like that's what they're aiming at, yeah. you know. Yeah. And a bear, uh, sorry, um, Bastianini. Uh, I think they've sorted some of the problems. He's going to be like the Miguel thing. He's going to be healthy, ready to go. He's going to be in this mix. And then to throw a cat amongst the pigeons, Mark Mark has got a duke. I agree that. <laughs> There's a good chance of him winning the first two races. I agree with that. And causing causing some fucking chaos, you oh, know? Yeah, and amongst yeah. that and amongst yeah. that 
nice, what do you call it? Um, you know, the nice eight dukes they had. Yeah, and everyone yeah, was civilized yeah, to yeah, each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, they haven't had to worry about Marquez. They haven't had to They haven't had to worry about Marquez for three years. That's it. Yeah, now they do. Now they do. So, guys, what I'm saying is it's. The championship, I think, is boiling up to be really, really interesting, straight mm. up. Yeah. It may not be just a two-man thing No, it year. won't be. I mean, can you imagine we get to the last round of Valencia and there's four of them, you know, all within, you know, two or three points of each other. It's like mother three. I, I will not be able to masturbate hard enough. <laughs> Right. I'll, I'll, I'll ask you a question. That <laughs> yes, you can. I have faith in you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll ask you a question. Don't answer it, but just something for everyone to ponder as they, as they leave. Imagine Davide Tardozzi walking down to the Grissini pit and saying, send Marquez a mapping eight message. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine Marquez when mapping eight comes up on his dash. You're like, Fuck you. Savage. Hey. I'm looking forward to seeing how the faces on the screen, you know, yeah. of Tardozzi and Chibati when Mark stitches one of their other jukes again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think we're going to see a lot of that. Those faces yeah, on the, on yeah. The I mean, it's Ducati's worst nightmare, isn't it? You know, a Spaniard winning on an Italian bike. Uh, they'll, yeah. they'll kill the horror, the horror, the horror of it yes. all. Right, that's what the cut my sound. I just feel sorry for the Grissini team because they got to put up with Papa Marquez. All the time now, <laughs> <laughs> all weekend, every yeah. weekend. It's a marketing, marketing dream. I don't, I don't yeah. feel sorry for them. They're gonna absolutely. Mark's gonna really put them on the map. Isn't absolutely, he? Oh, yeah. Papa on wet all year. So, so Simon, listen, mate, listen. From all of us here in Australia, yeah. who, 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 who venerate what you do and respect greatly the efforts you put into, mate, you are hands down the best thing yes. that MotoGP produces out there. Your insights, your your tech savvy, just just the way you approach. Them, you know, I mean, you got you got a cult following everywhere with you. Know, Excuse me, Alberto, can I have a word? You know, that's just, <laughs> it's the greatest thing. It's just the greatest thing that's ever happened to MotoGP, right, mate? Thank you so now much. Now I'm masturbating. <laughs> And no, it's only six in the morning. Go, it's a real oh, sausage god. fest tonight. Oh my god! No, this is our, this is our last show for the year. But we'd like we'd love to get you on during the summer sessions, just catch up and shoot some shit about you know maybe MotoGP stuff, maybe other stuff. If if you'd be up for it, that'd be great. Um, over the, over the summer break, but mate, th- from the bottom of our hearts, thank you so much yeah. for allocating your your time and getting up early in the morning in in Andorra. And having a chat with us, mate, it's 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 just awesome. It's wonderful. Thank you, Simon. Uh, my pleasure, guys. Thanks for the kind words. I, uh, straight up, I just try and go out every day, learn something, and share it on there. And um, and the other the other thing I've I've learned is um, don't make um, yourself more important than the job. The job's mm. more important. Then you've got a chance of uh, absolutely of doing it well. You know, if, I'm only saying that in case. Um, Someone else is trying to be good at something, you know, and, and those are the things I've, I've tried to learn. But, hey, big hug, guys. Thanks for always being cool. It's why you've got so many followers. And uh, look forward to tuning in for your next one. Absolutely, mate. Ciao, Thank, Simon. Ciao, Ciao, Simon. Thank Thanks, you so mate. much. Well, see that, you, was boys. that was see ya. Well, that was fantastic. It's fantastic. That was fantastic. Okay, everybody, looking forward to the summer series. We can't wait. Yep. Tune in soon. We love you all. All right, cheers. Bye. Bye.